Hello and welcome to another episode of Cowboys Takeover. I'm your host today, Aaron James, doing our post-game show. Weiss Council, ah, breaks my heart. Weiss Council is out sick today, guys. So prayers to you, Jason Kent. Uh, looking forward to having you back for our pregame against the Niners. We're a lot of us looking forward to that game uh, this coming Sunday. So Jason Kent will be back with us on Thursday. But let's dive into a show. It's going to be a shorter episode. Just sharing my thoughts, some of the facts that took place against the Patriots. So let's go ahead and dive right in, guys. So let's take a look at the offensive production for both Cowboys and Patriots. So first downs, pretty dominant figure here. 22 first downs, eight of those first downs coming on third down. So we were just over 50% in third down conversions. Our defense really pinned their ears back, uh, forcing the Patriots to four, only converting four uh, of their third downs out of 13. Passing yards, you know, Jason and I were very high on Dak uh, needing to come out and make a statement. We have really yet to see this offense operate on all cylinders. And is that going to happen against the Niners? Probably not. Um, so hopefully we get a good turnaround there in, in the passing game and we start to see Dak throw with a lot more confidence. Uh, rushing yards. 30 rushing attempts for 124 yards. Uh, you know, Patriots came out, finished with only 23 rushing attempts, 53 yards. Now, I said going into the game that I thought that Patriots were going to run the, run the ball 40-plus times, look to follow the Cardinals' footsteps. And if you would have told me that going into the game they only had 23 rushing yards, that tells the full story right there, that they were they fell behind and they just couldn't catch up. And that turned out to be the case. Uh, Zeke Elliott, he was probably, you know, likely hungry. He's a competitor, hungry to get out there, show what he still has in the tank. Did not really get an opportunity to show that in, in yesterday's game. Uh, so feel for you, buddy. Uh, penalties, man, we had over 100 yards in penalties. I think it was 13 total penalties against the Cardinals. Uh, definitely clean that up this game. Only five penalties surrounding 30, surrendering 32 yards. Uh, not bad at all. Not too shabby. I'll take that every day of the week. Uh, penalties for the Patriots. You know, we pretty disciplined team, as we discussed. Only giving away six penalties for 50 yards. Uh, so no, no biggie there. A big pain point for us, and, and it'll be talking a little bit more about it later. But red zone efficiency. Our defense held up, only allowed the Patriots to get in the red zone one time throughout the game, which is total domination. But when it comes to the our boys, man, only one of four. Now, C.D. Lamb did have about a 22, 23-yard touchdown pass that was just outside the red zone, so that doesn't count. And, you know, so let, let's call it what it is, though. Um, 25% is not good enough. It's just not good enough, and we talked about it before. We were giving them a pass in the blowout games, but we saw how that bit us in the Cardinals game. We have to make some big improvements there. Now, when our defense dominates, there's just no beating us. When our offense isn't turning the ball over, three turnovers, two defensive touchdowns. I was hoping for uh, Vanderesh, Leighton Vanderesh, 
our Wolfman to be player of the game on defense. But lo and behold, Deron Bland shows up, has a pick six. Now Van Der Esch does have a fumble recover, a return for six. Um, so I did feel, feel good about that, of course. Uh, get, having him kind of get some extra pep in his step in this offseason or going into the the week and preparing for the Niners game. But that's what we have, guys. Really clean uh, production against the Patriots. I would say we were we were more dominant. And come on, we beat Coach Belichick by 35 points, the worst loss in his career. Let's go. I'll take that, baby. When he had a 5-1 and one record going into this matchup, Come on, that so that when I saw that stat, that did make me a little bit nervous. But our boys showed up, and they showed out because that's what we're capable of. And I, I mentioned it in our pregame when we got to defend our homeland, and that's exactly exactly what we did, guys. So um, super proud of of our guys. I'm gonna uh, show here some of the postgame video. And let's talk through some some highs and lows uh, and some key takeaways here that took place for our game with the Pats. All right, so for one, I did feel like our offensive line held up. Look at this, this play right here in the first quarter, second play of the game. Dak has plenty of time. So we got Biadish back. We got Martin back. So it was great to see Dak more comfortable in the pocket plenty of time uh in the post game he did talk about kind of them playing a lot of a, a shell defense and then when gonzalez went down uh he was surprised to see that cd had the one-on-one -on -one coverage uh so he took that shot there in the i think it was the second quarter you guys what is this here handoff to pollard and he runs into him i mean it's like dak wants to uh hold back the red zone percentages on him by himself for what reason, I have no clue. So, Dak, if you're watching, send me a text, bud. Uh, DM me. Would love to know what you're thinking uh, there. But um, at the end of the day, you know, our, our defense uh, pinned their ears back. Uh, now, I did ask Jason Kent for some thoughts on himself, uh, for some thoughts on the game. And he did say that uh, Fergie, Fergie is, has a two thumbs up from Jason uh, Ferguson, seven catches, 77 yards, many of those coming on third down. And so big shout out to uh, Jake Ferguson and having a very productive game. Would love to have uh, seen him come up with some touchdowns. I was really, you know, uh, hoping and there's still plenty of time, still a long season ahead of us. But I was really thinking that his production was going to be a lot higher. Um, and and be up there with what Dalton Schultz was doing last year. So, you know, uh, probably next week's post game because we're going to have a lot to talk about going in, going into the Niners. We'll we'll take a, a pulse check to see how Jake is in fact standing up and filling in the shoes for Dalton Schultz, who um, coincidentally got his first uh, touchdown. Uh, now I do have a question for Jason when he gets back, but the question was. Was this dominance more so our defense or was it more Mac Jones just being a subpar quarterback? And as I was thinking more about it, and we'll get Jason's thoughts next week. Uh, there's a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb on one-on-one -on -one coverage with a uh, backup corner. So 
Cowboys defense or Mac Jones subpar offense. And I'm going to go with Cowboys defense. Because if you look at what Mac Jones was able to do against the Eagles and even take care of the ball against the Jets, you know, those are some, those are elite defenses. And he wasn't able to do that here in, in good conditions in a dome stadium, uh, albeit that it was an away game. You know, it's not all that tough. I hate to say it. It's not all that tough to come into AT&T and, and put on a show. Um, you know, home field advantage. You know, Parsons has talked about this. You know, he, he wants it to be more of a thing. It hasn't really been a thing in the past because the, the stadium is just built uh, to entertain. Uh, but now, you know, we're, we're trying to change that tone, Cowboys Nation. Let's go. Uh, so let's talk about some areas of opportunity, you know, because these blowouts... They do mask a lot. Oh no, a sack there from up the middle. These blowouts do mask a lot of just things that you're inconsistent with, because uh, the the scoreboard lets you get away with certain mistakes and not being 100% polished. But so good. Uh, so first off, the injuries. You know, we were. I was thankful and happy that uh, you know Martin. And as I mentioned before, he's a tough, he's one tough son of a gun. So Martin is, if he could play, go, if he's 80%, he's going to even 70, 70, 75%. He's going to say, put me in coach. I want to, I want to play. So I think that that helped and gave us uh, that confidence in the pocket, having him back, having Biotish back. Now, Tyrone Smith, uh, Mike McCarthy says that he's still day to day, but I, I am, I'm happy with us taking our time. Now, I did mention that I prefer a healthy tackle um, over, or a semi-healthy tackle over a semi-healthy center. Uh, but we're going to need them against the Niners in that front four to be as healthy as possible. And um, so hopefully Tyrone is back. He's, he's listed as, they're basically what Mike McCarthy said, he's day-to-day. So we need to stay healthy. Um, also, one of uh, Jason's comments for this week, and I agree with him, he says that we have to rest our guys during these blowout wins. You know, Parsons is still in there in the late in the third and even in the fourth quarter. And I get it. He's trying to, he needs to pat the stats. He didn't get a sack this game, if, if I recall correctly. And he's going after that MVP. He's going after that de- defensive player of the year. But you know what? We, it, at this point in the season, we don't we're probably going to be a wild card team you know the eagles are showing that they can finish games no matter how ugly it looks and believe me they they look pretty ugly they don't look polished at all but if the if we can't catch up to the eagles and we've already had our a loss against the cardinals that we didn't even project as a trap game it's not a division game grant i grant you that but look if we're going to be a wild card team and we're going to have to go on the road against the Eagles, against the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl, man, we need to be healthy. So Jason would like to see us rest our guys more. I would like to see us rest our guys more. Um, Now, Parsons did get nicked up during this game. Hard to tell initially if it was ankle or knee, but it appeared to be a knee injury. He did come back in. Um, He did look to me to be, you know, 90 plus percent. I really didn't see any, any sort of setback with that, but He's going to have his hands full with Trent Williams this coming week. We're going to get more into that. But Parsons, bro, take it easy. We know you, we love being the lion, but we need you healthy, bro. 
we need you healthy big time. Now, uh, something I did notice throughout this game, again, it, you're not going to notice it during uh, blowout games, but let's see if it, if it takes place in this play here. We're getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback, yes, but it's a, most of the time it's coming through the edges. And when a quarterback like, like Purdy or even Mac Jones, when a quarterback doesn't get anything up the middle, any pressure up the middle, he's still going to be able to look at his first read, possibly his second, and then get the ball out. Parsons does disrupt that when he lines up over center and does bring the pressure in the middle. But when we're going against mobile quarterbacks like we saw with Dobbs, uh, like what we're going to see with Hertz, um, and even Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones, you're going to get gutted. Look at this. Um, the middle is wide open. Edge rushers go around. So what these co- these quarterback coaches are telling their QBs is, hey, don't don't drop back, you know, more than five, three or four steps if you're already in shotgun. Stay put. Let us push these outside guys. Uh, make them go around you and give you an extra second and a half or so. So I'm calling it now. We need to start getting more pressure up the middle. Uh, having top uh, best in league edge rushers is awesome. But, you know, if, if we're going to leave our, our guys on an island and leave them man on man, it, it's going to create opportunities against when you're going against top tier receivers. It's going to be a problem. So I want to see DQ, you know, get a little bit more creative and, and finding ways to get pressure up the middle. Um, but that's so that that's what I wanted to say. And that's kind of what I, I noticed um, around this coming week. So that's what I have for you guys. Um, leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, we will be catching up on our uh, Spotify uploads. So apologize to you fans who uh, prefer to listen on the, the Spotify podcast. Uh, we will be back Thursday night. You can look after you can look out for our uh, 49ers pregame show. We're excited to have our 49ers fan, fan and special guest, Chris DeFrancisco, back with us to talk 49ers, to talk Cowboys. Now, Chris, I know you're watching this and you're, or you're going to watch this. And let's not forget, you predicted the 49ers would lose that game. Now, does he have reason? And is he allowed to change his mind? Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give that to him. He's a good friend of ours. And you know what? The Niners have really shown, you know, a, a, they've shown that they can beat you but with their speed, with their power, both on offense, both on defense. But you know what? I know our guys are hungry. And if you were paying attention and listened to the press conference, Dak got a question about how it felt uh, coming away with that in the locker room after the loss, the playoff loss with the 49ers. He says... You're just trying to get me pissed. You're pissed off, aren't you? He's ready. He's ready. He wants to come out. He wants to make a statement. He's likely asking McCarthy, like, put the ball in my hands. I do think McCarthy is going to be, keep him honest. All right. We're, we're probably going to see 50, uh, 50% split on runs and on passes. It's going to, of course, depend on how the game goes. I think, well, uh, I'll share my thoughts with you there, but on Thursday. So Thursday night, pregame, Cowboys, Niners, special guest. Uh, look, we're we're gonna we're gonna uh, post on the on our social media pages as to what time we'll be going live. So look out for that. We appreciate you following. We appreciate you listening. 
hit that follow button on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. God bless you guys. Talk to you on Thursday.